Good morning, fellow badasses. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode 489, take two. I had quite the day yesterday. It's really funny. I actually thought that yesterday, I thought it was Monday, and I thought it was Tuesday, and I thought it was Wednesday, and I didn't realize until talking to very fabulous Jess, who is now part of my team, talking to her, and I said, hang on a second, like, what day is it? And we decided it was Tuesday yesterday, whilst all afternoon I was thinking it was Wednesday. Completely ridiculous. One thing that I wanted to talk to you about this morning is about creating momentum and how you can leverage what it is that you've already got, how you can build more momentum. Hey, Chris, and something that you can do really, really quickly to shift some things. Now, just before we get into that, I do need to remind you, it would be remiss of me to not remind you of this. And we have got Visible Live happening on the Friday and Saturday this week. I'm really very excited about it. If you're not booked in and you need to be, here is the link making its way into the comments for you right there for you right now. So one of the things that I think tends to happen with, with lots of people, and this happens pretty much across the board with lots of people that I talk to, they'll create lots of things. And they've got, I've got a cupboard uh, just here that has got notebooks filled with all different types of courses that I could create, books that I could write in, in times where I've been so motivated, so inspired, and I just sit down and, and they all pour into the books. And one of the um, you know, one of the things that tends to happen is that they tend to then sit there in the in the course graveyard or the idea graveyard and never actioned. Some of them have been. And I think one of the big things that tends to happen though is that we've all got these ideas, we all start creating, we get these, we have these all awesome bursts of momentum and motivation. And then what kicks in is, yeah, but I don't know how to then execute this. So for, for for example, one of the things that you might um, kind of think about is, oh, like if, if you've ever wanted to create a course, right? It's like, okay, I want to create a course. I've got all of this knowledge and you sit down and you map out this course and you're like, all right, how am I going to deliver it? And then that's, that's where people kind of go, ugh. I, I don't know, maybe you're not au fait with technology. Maybe you don't have a huge budget. You know, there is a um, there is a bit of a collective belief out there that if you want to create courses, then you have to have your own membership site built and that there's all of this tech that has to go in and it can be really uh, slow, expensive and taxing and that's before you've even made any money yet, right? And, and I know for me, something that I did early, early, early on was I made the decision, and I'd suggest that you guys do this as well. I made the decision to not create any courses until I had made sales. Now, this might sound a little scary, and I'm not saying that you go, all right, today I am going to create Badassery 101, right? I'm going to put out a program called Bad. I'm not, but as an example, Badassery 101, and it's going to cover everything from mindset to content creation to marketing to everything that you need to really be a complete awesome business badass, right? And I could have it all mapped out and then I'll go, all right, let's go and create it. Let's go and record module one, record module two. Let's do all the worksheets and everything else like that. Now, if you're going to do it that way, 
that might take you, oh gosh, like, I don't know, four to six weeks maybe to, to try and keep that motivation and the momentum up. Hey, Jeanette. And it can be really, um, it's, it can be really exciting to get in there and be creative and do all of those things, but you don't have that immediate kind of, you know, uh, reinforcement or payoff. And then what happens is uh, quite often is that people will then go, all right, so that's all, that's all excellent, but what do I need to do now? Well, you get it all polished, you get it all uploaded and you're like, okay, cool. So now I've got to go and get some people enrolled in this. And 95% of the time, what happens is because I've, I've spoken to hundreds of people over the years, and maybe more than that, actually, hundreds of people over the years who then say, well, you know, that's all well and great. I spent all of this time, money and energy creating this course and nobody's freaking buying it. I don't understand what the problem is. And what we've got to remember is that the the thing that needs to happen is that you've got to know that your your courses, your program, your book, you know, whatever is relevant. I was having a conversation with my publisher yesterday and we were talking about book sales and how uh, there's a lot of competition out there at the moment for, for selling books. And we were chatting about, you know, this thing that's like, you know, it would be, it would be it's so relevant right now. Everyone is going online. Everybody needs to step up their online visibility, like everybody. And most people are really scared about doing that. So it's really the perfect book for, um, for, for it to be doing more. And she, she said to me, she goes, I, I'm just really surprised that it hasn't done even better than it already has. Like it, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit discombobulating. And I said, well, you know, the, the thing is, is that it, it hasn't been out for very long, right? So, but we know who it's aimed at. You know, this book is absolutely aimed at primarily female women entrepreneurs, um, male entrepreneurs as well. You guys, it, it, it doesn't only work for women, uh, but I tend to market to women. So the, um, the thing with that is that we know who it's for. We know the problems that it solves and the solutions are all in there. So we've got the marketing piece right, but most people don't have that bit right? They don't have the messaging right. And so these courses that they spend all of this time, money and energy creating sit in the course graveyard and we we make it be that, that uh, perceived sense of failure, we make that about ourselves, right? I, I don't know about you. I know I've done this, you know, where I've, I've had all of these, hey, Narelle, I've had all of these course ideas and that's great. And then I'll go and create something and I've, I haven't done it for years. And it's like, why is nobody buying it? Like, this is the best fucking thing ever. I don't understand, you know, what's going on. Did you guys not get the memo? So the problem with this is that if you create your course, you spend your time, money and energy on creating something that you don't know if, it, if the market is going to respond to, it can make it very hard for you to uh, make sales. So instead, what I would do is do it the other way around. So you you have these ideas, you jot all the, the, you know, outline it, flesh it out, problem solve it, do all the things that you need to do, then go out and market it and then, so sell it. And then when you've got some sales, then spend the time going and creating it if you want to deliver it in advance. The really cool thing about this, so there's a couple of different ways of delivering your courses and your programs and your trainings and stuff like that. There's actually many, many ways. Uh, the main ways that I have personally tried that have worked really well for me are things like this. So in 2012, 
I had I'd been making not my, very much money at all and I launched a an advertising campaign which is actually my last ditch effort advertising campaign if that advertising campaign didn't work I was gonna go find a job I was quitting my business I was just it was so it was so stressful you know I um I'd been I'd left my corporate career maybe 18 months beforehand and it was a slog it was a hard slog I was I had a jewelry business where I was importing jewelry retailing it locally as well as wholesaling it around the country I've got three children I was doing this business um, for a while there I was also still working in corporate and it just got to the point where I mean, as well as my husband, you know, when are you going to make more money? When are you going to make more money? Um, because we needed to make money. We couldn't survive on his salary alone. So I promptly spent all of our savings. I invested all of our savings into growing this business and just maintaining, you know, maintaining the house really while we were, while I was doing all of this. And, and I said to him, okay, um, last ditch effort. If this doesn't work, I'll, I'll go find a job, either, you know, a part-time job selling sandwiches, doing whatever, it didn't matter. I'd go and find a job. And I launched this campaign out and I was selling, instead of selling a course or a program, I decided to offer one-on-one, one-on-one coaching with me. There was some online, there was some online group components so that people who, who I just, I decided that people who came in, something that's really important is community right? We all like to know that it's not just us that has these fears and doubts and worries and self-judgments and, and um, blocks and, you know, things like that. It's nice, as, as shitty as it is, it's nice to know that other people have got that shared experience and, and that they're doing something about it. More importantly, that they're being resourceful, that they're moving forward, that they've got a way of being able to kind of move through, cut through, cut through and and make changes, make the changes that they really want to make in their worlds. And so I had this group component in it and one-on-one. And I went from making, it was around maybe $1,500 a month, maybe two grand a month to doing my first $30,000 a month in April, uh, sorry, May, 2012. I launched it on the 24th of April. It was the day before Anzac Day. And out, out this campaign went and I was, I was on the phone talking to people. I enrolled people, had my first $30,000 month in, in May 2012. So for that whole year, up until November, I was just constantly offering and selling one-on-one coaching. I was still advertising. I had the online component as well. And um, I had this question posed to me in, in around September of 2012 and they said well like it was a mentor I was working with said why aren't you doing this as an an eight-week program I was like oh I never even occurred to me that that's something that that I could or should or would do I'm like okay well (laughs) that sounds pretty obvious I don't know how to do that so I'll just make it up as I go along and and um that it it worked but what I did was I I went and pre-recorded all the videos so I pre-recorded the, and this is like this is around using what you've got, right? So I'd been coaching and using all of that information and everything that I'd been coaching around for that year, and I built it into an eight-week program. And then I started enrolling people into that. The way I delivered that first round of that program was I recorded all of the videos, 
I put them up in a membership site and I made them available to people once once a week. So on the Monday, that module would go live. On the next Monday, the next module will go live. The reason that I decided to do that was because I... I liked the idea of maybe people later on coming back and saying, oh, Nick, I missed that live round. Can I re-watch the videos or can I go through and do whatever? I didn't want to deliver the content live at that point. The problem with this is this. When people, doesn't matter how much they're investing, they, they were people were investing $6,000 to go through that eight-week program at that stage. And the problem with this is that even though people spent a whole lot of money, invested a whole lot of money, they wouldn't always go and do the work. They wouldn't always consume the training. And so I was kind of like, um, I don't understand how someone can invest $6,000 in an eight-week program and not do the work. Like, how can you not sit and watch the videos? How can you not do the activities? And then they weren't turning up to, some of them wouldn't turn up to the Q&A sessions which were live, it was really, it was such a fascinating study of human behavior. So I kept having to kind of, I kept testing different ways and different permutations of of how to make people, not how to make people do the work, but how to, how to, how to, uh, how to best maximize the learning of people because left to their own devices. I've done this. I've bought courses that I am like, yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited to do this. And then I'll go and watch the first video and then I forget to go back and do the rest or I don't prioritize it or other things come up. Whereas if there is a, if it's scheduled, if it's live and I can put it in my calendar, my schedule, I will be there and I will consume the training. So I was like, all right, well, if that's how I behave, then and how I will often buy, maybe that's something that I need to do. So what I did, I took the same teaching, the same training that I that I delivered in the pre-recorded videos and I just delivered it live and that worked really, really well. I used pretty much that same, pretty much the same training. Every eight weeks, I would do a new round uh, with a, a, a couple of weeks break in the middle of the year. So I would run five rounds a year of this eight-week program, always delivered live, essentially the same training over and over again. And I did that from 2000, from the start of 2013 right through till um, the end of 2017, right? So it was essentially, there were tweaks and updates in the delivery because, you know, otherwise that would you know, that would be a bit shit. You can't always, you can't be teaching outdated things. And I was teaching Facebook ads and marketing funnels and, and all that kind of thing. So that was where I was able just to keep using the same thing over and over and over and over again with slight variations. And because I was delivering it live, it, I could, I could do that. So, you know, if you're thinking about leveraging what you've already got, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to do new things every month. You can, if you want, Something that I love to do personally is I like delivering new programs. I like delivering new training. I like delivering new content. It, it fills me up with joy. It gives me different, it feeds my, my need for variety. Yeah, but you don't have to. 
In fact, I would recommend to start with that you run the same thing or a similar thing a few times over so that you can kind of, you might change the title of it or you might change depending on what happens, you might tweak something in there. But if you know your stuff works, if you've got that absolute certainty, then you can build a lot of momentum around what you're doing to be able to go out and use it. The other thing that I think we all often forget, and I'm guilty of this, is running courses, having them, having them sit there and then not doing anything with them later on. Is not just me, right? Not just me. Um, I have run probably, hi Marina, I've run maybe, oh, I don't know, I think like this year it's probably at least eight, eight different courses and programs. Uh, last year, I it was probably at least 12 or 13 programs, uh, all different ones, all relating to visibility, right? All relating to marketing, all relating to you getting out of your own way, all related to you stepping into the spotlight. Um, although I didn't know that, that's, that this was coming quite at that time. But the point is, is that we've got all of this stuff often that we kind of forget how valuable and how awesome it was and how awesome the results were that people got from it. So one of the things that you can do is go is have somewhere, and it doesn't have to be in a membership site, you guys. It could be a PDF with, with video links, right? It doesn't have to be fancy. If technology is not your friend, which technology is not our friends for, for lots of people, and uh, like you can just make it really simple, right? It doesn't have to be complex, complicated or anything like that, but you can use, and just like talking into this building momentum, you can have the things that you're running constantly and you can also have people working through those more evergreen programs that you've got rolling and you've got going on. In fact, I would recommend that you do that. I think that that would be really, really smart. Um, so using what you've already got is key. Remembering not to go and don't, I would not recommend creating something before selling it. Have your ideas, map it all out, know what you're going to do and, and treat it as if you were running a live event. So for instance, Visible Live on the weekend, so excited about that, Friday, Saturday, it's gonna rock. But before that, like I, I know exactly what I'm doing, but because I'm delivering it live, I don't I don't have, you know, all of the um, the, the curriculum spelled out in microscopic detail. It's like, I know what we're doing in each session and that's what we're doing. Your courses can be the same. If you've got certainty and if you've got confidence around what you're delivering, you can sell it first and then create it and deliver it as you're, as you're going through. The other thing that I just thought I would share that I really love about doing it that way, and that's this. If you're not, if you haven't spent all this time pre-creating all of the curriculum, if you've got a group of, of people who are coming through and they say, oh, look, they, I really want to know about X, Y, Z, and it might not have been something that you were originally going to, to have in the curriculum, then you can add it in, right? And you can make it fit and you can be a little bit more flexible. And I think this is, this is one of the ways that you can really stand out at the moment because everybody's stuff that, they, that they're delivering is really quite rigid. So if you can create something that allows you 
the space to kind of manipulate and mold it to the people who you've got in there, then I actually think that that's a really, really awesome and cool point of difference that um, even though it, it might feel a little bit like you're ad-libbing, you know what their problems are in the moment and then you can create things to really help them with that. So take stock of what you've already got that you can perhaps resell. Don't sell stuff and uh, don't create stuff until you've made sales. And remember that this whole thing around building momentum is um, obviously super important and, and it doesn't have to be done in the same way that everybody else is doing it. So that is that that I have for you today. I trust that this has been helpful. If you have any questions about it, obviously make sure you let me know. All you need to do now is get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember first and foremost that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow, my friends. Bye-bye.